What's up, college football fans? It's MJ Newsom back for your championship weekend review podcast. I want to apologize. Uh, last week's podcast um, tried to get it going. I recorded the episode and everything. For some reason, it did not upload. I apologize for that. I'm really just kind of broke down last week what we saw. Talked a little bit about the Auburn job, and I kind of want to talk about that in our top talk. So let's get started. Obviously, the biggest news of the day. Playoff selection committee came out, gave the four best teams, in their opinion, um, to the people. We got Bama at one, Clemson two, Ohio State three, Notre Dame four. Obviously, there is a lot of uh, you know arguments going on about Ohio State having that three spot, especially only you know playing six games. Um, you know, Texas A&M getting left out, having one loss to Alabama. Obviously, their best win is against a three-loss Florida team. You know, Notre Dame raised some eyebrows with a you know. Not great performance, I should say, yesterday against Clemson. Only putting up 10 points in that one. Um, so definitely um, some eyebrows raised in that one. But, you know, the committee's decided. They've made their decisions. Just got to roll with it. Um, so those are the four teams, Bama, Clemson, Ohio State, and Notre Dame. Um, we saw some fireworks in the SEC championship game yesterday. It looked like in the first half, Bama was going to run away with it. Um, but Florida did a great job adjusting on defense. I mean, they did a very good job on offense, finding the mismatches. Um, you know, Kyle Pitts obviously mismatched every single position, and Kadarius Toney with that speed um, really gave the Alabama secondary problems. They did a very good job exploiting those weaknesses in the D- Bama defense um, and almost uh, came back to win that one. Bama won that one 42-36. We'll get there um, in excuse me, 52-46. We'll get there in just a moment. Um, so let's talk about the Auburn job a little bit. Obviously, I touched on it in last week's podcast, but unfortunately that one did not um, upload to Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whatever you listen on. Um, so this week I want, kind of want to talk about sort of how that job is going to affect the playoff teams. So we know that um, you know there's a lot of rumored candidates out there, um, but uh, you know some recurring names we keep hearing are Steve Sarkeesian, offensive coordinator at Alabama, and then both coordinators at Clemson, Tony Elliott, uh, the offensive coordinator, and Brent Venables, the defensive coordinator. Um, so obviously, you know, having discussions and meetings while also trying to prepare for a playoff game, that's tough as a coach because, you know, selfishly, you know, it's human nature. You're going to want what's best for yourself. And all these coordinators are going to want a big head coaching job in the SEC at Auburn. You know, obviously, a lot of people are saying it's not a very desirable job, which in some cases it's not because you have to compete in the SEC every year. You know, your biggest game of the year against Alabama, Nick Saban every year. Um, so it's a tough job to take, but still a big job nonetheless. But, you know, these coordinators are also have a commitment right now to a current job, and that current job currently, you know, has you in a you know, place to potentially win a national championship. So you've got to be careful, um, you know, how you approach that. But obviously that's going to create, you know, some tor- – not turmoil essentially, but, you know, some havoc within the um, within the program. Obviously we saw um, – you know, a few years ago when Alabama uh, moved past Washington in the first round of the college football playoff, um, Lane Kiffin was already slated to go to FAU. And Nick Saban told Kiffin, you know, just go ahead and go. Your mind's already there. It's best for our team if you, you know, if you go ahead and take that job. And they promoted Steve Zarkisian to the offensive coordinator. Obviously, Alabama lost that game in the national championship to Clemson um, on that last second play. Uh, Deshaun Watson to Hunter Renfro. Um, you know, that was really Clemson's emerging moment as a, you know, big-time program. 
I mean, those are kind of things that hurt. You know, you lose your coordinator, Lane Kiffin, a fantastic offensive mind, a fantastic coordinator at Alabama, lose him for the biggest game of the year. You know, no, you know, no, no offense to Steve Sarkeesian. He just had, you know, a little bit of time to prepare for that. And, you know, he just got thrown into the role um, of offensive coordinator. So those situations are tough, but I think that could really be tough on um, the top two teams, Alabama and Clemson, knowing that their, you know, key pieces to their teams um, might be in jeopardy. Um, going forward. Looking at my biggest disappointment of the week, um, biggest disappointment um, is the Marshall Thundering Herd. Um, I'm going to start by saying uh, my bias is going to come out a little bit. Obviously, the hometown UAB Blazers beat them at Marshall in the conference championships. I'm, you know, I'm ecstatic about that. That's big time for them. Um, they played a great game and played great defensively. You know, this big, big biggest disappointment for Marshall just kind of builds off of how they've played recently. Um, back-to-back um, really bad losses for Marshall. Um, and really, obviously, UAB is a, a good team. They, they are a good team because they won the conference championship, and that's, that's shown. UAB, for the last four years, have been, they've been very good. So I'm not taking anything away from them. But Marshall, to me, honestly, has a more talented team. Um, but they, they didn't show that. They didn't look like they were ready to play. UAB out-schemed them. Um, Grant Wells just really, really, really lost them the game. Uh, started the game 0 of 10, um, and you can't do that. Um, if you're the quarterback, you know Marshall is built off of this season. They're built off of their offense. Grant Wells has had a fantastic season and really just kind of lost it in the last two games against Rice and UAB. Um, not how you want to end the season after starting undefeated um, at seven and zero, and you know now falling to seven and two. Grant Wells has to be better. He's the leader of the offense. Um, but hats off to UAB for the, how they played defensively. And I'm going to you know continue on my highlights. We're going to keep talking about that game. You know, this is UAB's second title in three years. Um, this program has done marvelous things. And things that people didn't even think they could do. Um, obviously, Bill Clark is you know a rumored candidate for that Auburn job. I talked about that last week. Um, you know he knows the state of Alabama very very well. He has was been a high school coach uh, in Alabama for a while. He was head coach at Jacksonville State before coming to UAB, um, and he's proved that he can win where he where he's at. Um, and I think he would do a fantastic job at Auburn. Obviously, I don't know if Auburn is really looking in that direction. I'm you know I'm assuming that. You know, he's had some interviews and some talks with Auburn. Um, but, you know, it'll be interesting to see. Um, you know, he, Bill Clark's a fantastic coach, and I'd be shocked if he stays at UAB for much longer. I think he's just too good to be where he is. He's going to get a great job sometime soon. Um, so, yeah, UAB getting the 22-13 win versus Marshall. And also, um, exciting stuff for two of my good friends, Dawson Ray and Bryce Littleton, both committing to UAB to play football next year um, this week. I both go to the State Hills High School, my high school, so that's some really cool stuff. Excited for them and wish them nothing but the best at UAB. Look at the Pac-12 championship. Oregon, you know, getting into that conference championship game because Washington could not play due to COVID, and they made the most of it, spoiling USC's undefeated season, winning that game 31-24. Uh, Keaton Slovis, obviously, really not at his best. You know, I think if he was better, USC's got a chance to win that game. He's 28-52, 320 yards, only two touchdowns. Um, Oregon offense really showed up to play. Um, USC's offense, which has been electric this year, really just wasn't there. Um, you know, they kept coming off kind of a tough week against UCLA. Should have played better. UCLA is not, um, you know, a team that USC should be struggling with, given USC's record and, and you know talent this year. Um, and you know, just kind of came off a bad week and it made it even worse by losing in the conference championship game. So, congrats to Oregon, the Pac-12 champions. I um, mean, the MAC, Ball State, interrupting. And spoiling Buffalo's undefeated season. Obviously, we know Buffalo has played great, and they shut Jarrett Patterson down 
the elusive back for Buffalo. You know, we, he's, we've seen him go uh, for big games this year. Jarrett Patterson, 18 carries, only 47 yards. Obviously picked up a touchdown, um, but, you know, if you're slowing him down, you're slowing the team down. Jarrett Patterson is centerpiece for that Bulls offense. Um, so congratulations to Ball State there on getting the MAC title, finishing the season at 6-1. and one. So Ball State having a fantastic season. We saw the way they finished that game last week against Western Michigan. Uh, what a wild one. Um, and then on to the SC Championship. We've already touched on it a little bit. Um, 52-46, Bama wins that one. An absolute shootout. Um, the f- offense was just insane from Alabama. You know, Mac Jones, Najee Harris, Devonta Smith, all just playing out of their minds. Uh, Najee Harris, five total touchdowns for him. Um, I mean, I can't even begin to tell you how what a great game he played. Mac Jones took great poise. Um, Devontae Smith obviously making plays all over the field, but don't not to take anything away from Florida. Florida played a fantastic game too. Um, like I said, they really out schemed Alabama in the second half. Found a lot of mismatches. You know, Kyle Trask is an incredible quarterback. He's proven that the last two years, and he's you know utilizes his weapons very well. Obviously, looked towards uh, Kadarius Tony and Kyle Pitts a hefty amount this game. Um, and you know they've they're one of the best three loss teams I've seen in a long time. Obviously, they lost two games I think they really shouldn't have lost. Had a really poor performance against Texas A and M, and then obviously laid an egg last week um, against LSU. Um, so you know tough stuff there. Obviously, you know another receiver coming into play. Trayvon Grimes played great. Uh, Damian Pierce, solid rushing for him for the Gators. Um, so Florida, you know, obviously they've got a lot of offensive potential, a lot of potential too next year. I think the Gators are headed in the right direction. Uh, we saw Clemson getting redemption this week, beating Notre Dame, and not just beating them, just absolutely thumping them. Uh, 34-10, the final score there. Uh, we know both teams are in the playoffs. Um, so it'll be interesting to see, you know, what if they get to meet again in the, in the national championship? How fun, much fun would that be for the third time in one season? Um, but we will have to see. Notre Dame's going to have to get through Bama first. We know that's going to be a tall task and tall order and you know obviously Clemson's playing against Ohio excuse me Ohio State and we all know what they're made of uh, speaking of Ohio State uh, didn't have a great start to the Big Ten championship game against Northwestern obviously we know how good defensively Northwestern is um, Pat Fitzgerald former linebacker and All-American at Northwestern is a really defensive minded coach and really had a great defensive season uh, with the Wildcats this year and um, they gave Ohio State some fits in the first half up 10-6 against the Buckeyes at the half um but, you know, obviously, in the end, Ohio State, you know, has the better players, has more talent, found a way to win late in the game, making some plays. Uh, Justin Fields did not play great, but he really he played good when it was at the right time. Um, and that's what got the Buckeyes to win. You know, the Buckeyes now sitting at 6-0, and and they are number three in the college football playoff. And we saw Oklahoma just absolutely bouncing back uh, from a, you know, detrimental start at 1-2 and two this season. And they came back to get the Big 12 championship game. So hats off to Lincoln Riley and the Sooners. You know, obviously, two losses is going to keep you out of the playoff, they finished at sixth. Um, had a huge lead over Iowa State. You know, Iowa State started coming back. Oh, excuse me. Um, and you know, Cyclones couldn't quite get it done. So hats off to Oklahoma for sustaining the lead even amidst the comeback efforts from the Cyclones. An undefeated team that people have been kind of sleeping on this year. Sandy, uh, excuse me, San Jose State winning the Mountain West, finishing seven and zero, beating Boise State thirty four to twenty. Nick Starkle. Former Mississippi State and Arkansas quarterback has played great this year for the Spartans. He was 32 of 52, 453 yards and three touchdowns. 
in that win. And another undefeated group of five teams, Cincinnati, walking it off to beat Tulsa 27-24. Nice job there for the Bearcats. Obviously, they haven't played great down the stretch. You know, I, I hated it that they got left out of the playoff, but I just didn't think they played well enough to really be in contention for that. Now, obviously, not even really close in the in the final rankings to be there. Um, but, you no, know, to say the least, a con- great job, and congratulations to Cincinnati on an undefeated season. Uh, so my bold prediction of the week, I'm just going to do a playoff prediction. You know, I've got Bama beating Notre Dame in the first round. I think Clemson will beat Ohio State. I think, Cle- you know, Clemson's the better team. They got... You know, they got a lot of good weapons. Um, and I think, honestly, playing more games is going to help Clemson. You know, Ohio State's only played six games. That's, really, and that's half, a, half a regular season ordinarily. And that's a lot of times, times when teams start to really learn and understand who they are. Clemson's basically played a full schedule. Um, so, you know, I think the six games is really going to hurt Ohio State. I think Clemson gets that win. I think when it comes down to the end, uh, Bama and Clemson part like five. Uh, I think Bama wins. You know, Bama's got tremendous weapons. Their offense is absolutely explosive. Clemson's offense is, you know, not quite what Alabama's offense is, and Bama's defense has started to step up big. Um, I think Bama wins. You know, getting, maybe getting Jalen Waddle back will be huge for the Crimson Tide. Um, I think Alabama's going to win the national championship this year. So finally, let's get to my awards for the week. Um, player of the week, you know, I would have said Trey Sermon. He had a huge game for Ohio State, 331 rushing yards. The one-two punch with him and Master Teague has been outstanding this year. You know, the grad transfer from Oklahoma. Uh, Sermon's been huge this year. But in the late game, Najee Harris stole the show. Five total touchdowns, um, 31 carries, 178 yards, and two touchdowns on the ground. And then five receptions, 67 yards, and three touchdowns receiving. Uh, Najee Harris, congratulations, player of the week. Um, Just a sensational game for him. And my team of the week... It's, it's you know I said it's biased but it's you know it's I think that's really you know inevitable here it's UAB um, just a fantastic uh, job for the Blazers going in to Huntington West Virginia you know in a climate they weren't you know they're not used to obviously down here in Alabama it never snows it was snowing the day before in Huntington um, and UAB coming in getting a huge win second title in three years you know UAB had four straight games canceled on them before they got to play Rice and then, you know, Marshall this week. Um, but that's, you know, that's a lot. It's just a, a tough season. And, you know, they're now going on to play uh, South Carolina in the bowl game. It's kind of a reward for them getting to play an SEC team. I, you know, I wish them nothing but the best. Should be a fun one to watch day after Christmas. Um, so congratulations to the UAB Blazers, my team of the week. Uh, so this concludes my championship weekend podcast, Weekend Review. Um, thank you guys for always tuning in and listening. Um, I'm not really sure how I'm going to do the podcast schedule with the Bulls. Um, I'm assuming I'll do one after the playoffs or after the semifinals, and then I'll have a concluding one at the end of the season. Um, so I'll see you guys back then. Um, I hope everyone has a great Christmas, great holiday weekend week. Um, I'll see you next time.